Hi guys, this is Sarah. And this is Katrina Joe. And, and we're, we're the, the feds. feds. FedWork is the modern day background check. And we encourage people to feed empowerment daily. And, and you're, you're now, now listening, listening to, to FedWork. Fed This week's episode of FedWork is brought to you by Charmin. Charmin has long-lasting mega rolls that aim to give you a better bathroom experience. Those who use Charmin really enjoy the go. Hey guys, welcome to FedWork. This is Katrina Joe And Sarah. And Bryn! Why just hop on the bandwagon? And Bryn. <laughs> yes, guys, today we have a very special guest, our amazing friend, Bren. Hey girl, how's it going? I'm good. I'll be that. I'll be that role. Happy to yes, come. Yes, please. You're, you're many things, but I'm, I'm going to call you an amazing friend right now. Into it. Love it. How's it going? What's new with you, sis? Um, just working the book politics of the book industry and writing too much. <laughs> per but, usual. Yeah. I mean, other than that, we're in this pandemic still, or I guess coming to the ass of it, right? Right. How has the pandemic been for you in general? Um, I feel like it finally caught up to me towards the tail, like as we're kind of like having this slow rollout going back to regular life. At first I was thriving and into it. I love being a homebody. I love staying home. I love having a reason and a real excuse to do it. Um, so that was actually great. I'm nesting. So I'm like moving in with my boyfriend, being all cute and doing the honeymoon season in the middle of the pandemic. So that was super easy. I think like a year into it, you're just kind of like, okay, still here. Not my friends and family, not hugging my grandparents. Got it. Right. Right. Um, So yeah, that ends up taking a toll. And then you also start thinking about just everything that you typically would be doing creatively and professionally if the world were open, you know, I think right. of those acquired tastes where it's like, no, no, no. I need to pitch in person. Like the zoom stuff is cute, but <laughs> there's yeah, cause I, I'd be, I'd be zoomed out. I know. I know. Everybody is. We're like zoom zombies now at this point. As we're on zoom right now. So. I know, but <laughs> on your faces. Right. Right. Oh, I mean, if this is the way we have to do it now, I'm here for it. So, I mean, just to see your face, girl. I mean, it's been good for me because I'm away, but I don't feel like I'm away because I haven't missed much, you know? Yeah, everyone's away. I I mean, all of 2020 was essentially pause. Right. I saw that meme where they were like, when I say last year, I mean 2019. And it's like, (laughs) right, we all do. Yeah, like even when I talk about things and I'm like, Oh, it was two years ago because, or I'm like, no, that was last year because I literally feel like 2019 was the actual real year that I had. So I was like, Oh, last year when this, and I'm like, wait, that's two years ago now. Right. Yeah. (sighs) Well, tax season will always remind you the year (laughs) did come and go. That's hundred percent. hundred percent. But so with that downtime, I mean, you have now released your second book. I have. Second which, book, novel. Congratulations yeah. to you. So proud so of amazing. I mean, um, your, your first book was fire. And so, I mean, 
I know this is a project that you've been working on for a minute. I, I think it was, again, maybe two years or three years ago now that you were talking about you releasing this book right. and potentially events for it and stuff. And I know I got kind of put on hold. <laughs> so was the pandemic like the time that you were able to really just zone in and creatively do what you wanted to do? You know what? It was the pandemic also brought just kind of other projects to the forefront. I started doing a bunch of creative direction and writing for music videos and different visuals and documentaries and things like that. Um, and then I, a friend of a friend came over and he was like, he's first of all, not a writer at all. And he comes over and he's like, look at this short I wrote. They filmed it. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. You wrote a short. And he's like, well, yeah, we're home. You know, mind you, this guy is, you know, an executive in his own right and has all of like a chain of accomplishments and whatnot. And it's just like, and titles. And it's like, you found the time to write a short. I still haven't finished my novel. It's been living in my laptop, essentially the bones of it since 2013. And so that kind of lit a fire under my ass. And I was like, if he can write a short, I can finish my book, you know? So yeah. I just wanted to kind of use that time to do that. Um, I also felt I was working so much for other people and I, I just wanted to get a passion project off, you know? For sure. Yeah. And this was the outcome. I had a baby. Is it inappropriate to have a baby shower for a book? I'm totally <laughs> down for that. No, we definitely yeah. need to have, we need to celebrate this. Right. I'm registered at Target. <laughs> Real talk. Can it be a book shower? Please. Is that yeah. a thing? Can you invent it? And then also copyright the licensing in case it's not invented yet? Yeah. Yeah. We'll I don't think there is a release it. <laughs> we'll do it. Yeah. We need to have. We need to have. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm super proud of it. Uh, it's a little embarrassing, but also exciting and fun. You know, I think that. My first book was a collection of poetry and I, if you're familiar with me, you kind of know me as a storyteller and I'm always going to give you all the dirty details and everyone's perspective. So I think this was a little bit more un- aligned with what people know me for kind of. It's also really tongue in cheek and sarcastic, which I'm obviously not at all. So no, no. <laughs> let me tell you, like reading this book, I've actually read it twice. Um, Reading this book feels like I'm sitting across from you at dinner and I read it in your voice and it's so good. And it like, it's so true to you and who you are and what you've been through. And you, you say terrible dark stories in a beautiful way. And you say things that are hysterical with people that we all know in an even funnier way. And it's just, I don't know. It's beautifully written and it made me um, super, super proud of you. Cause I loved the first, you know, the first book, but this is totally different. Like I think to love the first book, you have to be a woman that's gone through gut wrenching heartbreak. And (laughs) with this second book, you don't really have to be, you know, you just have to have been to LA or know someone that's from LA or want to move to LA or have an interest about what goes on behind the scenes in LA. And 
you know, everybody has a little bit of nosy in them. Fed work. <laughs> I mean, I was texting yes. her. I was legit texting her like, yo, I figured out who so-and-so is that you're talking about. I looked on Instagram and found him and blah, blah, blah. I went <laughs> rabbit holes of people from her book because even though I know the stories, we've talked about these, Bren. Like, right. these are stories I've known. You and I, I feel like we're all this way. Where we'll tell a story, maybe assuming the other knows who they're talking about, or right. the assumption is you don't really need to. I'm telling you the story that's pretty yeah. much what you need. So right. when I have it written in front of me, I'm like, okay. yeah. Oh, now I know this. Yeah. So it kind right. of hometown. Like, what? She's yeah. like, right. Like tied a lot of things together, like to the the. I don't know, kind of solidified the stories we've already talked about. Yeah. Um, or like, like when I text you about the whole, the whole story about Joey, like I knew about that and I took matters into my own hands for something at the club yeah. about that. So it was yeah. interesting to kind of have it all tied together. What I will say, I don't have a favorite chapter because I think that they're all so good. I'm but what I that. will say is I think the most genius chapter in the book okay. is Horny for Likes. I know. I almost want to do a whole book in that tone. It's a movie. Honestly, it's a movie. And <laughs> having, you know, I, I don't know if I have a different perspective because every animal character that's described in that chapter is actually people I had to interact with for work. Right. So right. I'm seeing it play out almost like I was telling Katrina this. <clears throat> I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Mean Girls. Yeah, I caught it a few times. Thanks. <laughs> So, um, you know, that scene in the hallway where all of a sudden all the people turn into like acting like, oh, right. And they're like, yeah, Yeah. I was seeing this chapter in like our LA version of that, like at a club and it was hysterical to me. And I'm like, this girl has to turn this whole book into a movie of some kind. Uh, I love that. Yeah. And she can. She definitely can. And she can. I mean, the whole launching pad for the book is so that I have an in-depth catalog and database to go to for my pilot, which is kind of, um, you know, synergizes with the book and everything. So this is a way to be like, this is that person's backstory. There's so much more information. I feel like when I worked at production companies, kind of on the back end, not on the creative end, it would always be adaptations. It would always be book adaptations and they always just appreciated more information than less. Mm -hmm. So I'm sort of using my novel as like a business card, I guess. Well, it's a beautiful. Yes. Yeah. It makes me so happy. Yes. I'm so excited that you're into it. Yeah. Horny for likes. I think anyone who has social media or has been involved in any experience in nightlife will definitely It'll resonate with. <laughs> it's just so I love it. In your writing, it's just I mean, you've always I feel like it's hard to say like you've always been an incredible writer, but I've known you as You're that. My mom. <laughs> but like, right, but it's like there's so many lines in here where it's like tread with caution, like comment and subscribe. You just had these quick little Brennisms yeah. to end off all these paragraphs that were just like perfect they were spot on they made you laugh and it wrapped everything up I was just I don't know I'm just obsessed with it I'm so excited I appreciate I know I I'm so appreciative to anybody just like how they absorbed it and what their takeaway was from it I think like horny for likes was one of the last chapters I wrote and it kind of spilled out of me 
because now that I'm in my thirties, it's not appropriate to comment all of my opinions on everything on social media. So this is really just like harbored shit and opinions that have lived inside of me. And I was like, no, I'm getting all of this out now. And I think everyone can relate to those kind of just like, wait, what? You know, archetypes of people who I really wanted to also give like equal opportunity hating to men and women. I didn't want to be some woman bashing woman in 2021. Like that's so last season. So I definitely (laughs) wanted to make sure to focus it on the groupieisms that live inside of men's minds and talk about the guys who knock women over to get next to the rapper and VIP and the guys who call any man that makes more money than them, their big Big brother, brother. even like if they're like seven years goodness. Yes. Bro, OG, like we get it. They make more money than you. You don't need to, (laughs) you're 49. This is, we're all humiliated. We're all embarrassed for you. What is happening? You didn't miss Um, anything. Nobody really calls guys out for that stuff. So I wanted, I wanted to be the girl Bukowski and kind of give it to them a little bit, you know? Yeah, it was awesome. I love that. It also I love that. congratulations to you, B. Thank you, ma'am. I am excited. I love it. <laughs> For anyone that sorry. No, go ahead, sis. I was gonna ask how has the, you know, obviously releasing <clears throat> something during the pandemic that, you know, was your friends knew about it, but you didn't really tease it that much before it was I out. didn't. And so how has that been? Like, how's the response been, I should say, to the book? I will, as just like a disclaimer before I even, I am the worst self-promoter on the history of earth. It just feels so cringe to me. It's just not natural for me. Some people are amazing at it and they make me cringe too, but they're good at it. So they're doing better than I am. Um, So yeah, there wasn't a lot. There wasn't like a whole rollout or promotion or anything like that. Um, It was kind of, I do, like I have a marketing team kind of running my sales up and stuff uh, just with the whole SEO and Google ads and all that nonsense. Um, But yeah, it was kind of like word of mouth. And if you know me, you know me and you know about it. But I mean, I've sold more of my novel in the month and a half that it's been out then I have oh sorry exactly one month of my book all last year which it wasn't its introductory year but in general 12 months compared to one month it's just it's such a big difference and I think it's just like the stories resonating with people more than somebody trying to dissect a poem and figure out the meaning I think that's kind of laborsome for a lot of people that makes sense yeah, but no, I'm happy with it. I like I like where it's going. I want I want more. I, I was just talking to my team about how my sales are great and they make me blush, but my reviews are so sh- sh- just non-existent. I'm like, stop sending me pictures of my book and write a review about it, please. There we go, everyone. Write a review. I'm getting to a it's just politics, you know. Amazon's so political and. You got to play the game. 
I feel like I need to write it and then rewrite it and then rewrite it before I put it out there because I just love it so much. I want to make sure to like include all the positives. So I love, no, I wish I, I should have dictated what you were saying right now and just ghost, <laughs> right. ghost reviewed myself. Hey, there's right. always time. There's always time for that. No, I'll come up with something great because you always write beautiful things inside my books. So I should write beautiful things about your book. No, I love everything you had to say. I will. Um, so how, okay. So you, you touched on the cohabitating situation. That's I'm your- a cohabitator. <laughs> um, but how was it, you know, during a pandemic, you know, both of you work. Um, how has that been, you know, especially with finishing your novel while that's happening? Like, did you find, did you have to find like places to go for yourself or kind of how did that work? I mean, I have my little writing studio situation that I demanded be in the house um, that I'll lose myself in from time to time. But honestly, like it definitely had to suck for the old ball and chain because, you know, I'm writing 16 hour days. I'm not sleeping. Like there was times where like I didn't shower for 24 hours, you know, like I'm in it and I'm disgusting and I'm focused and I have all these self-inflicted deadlines and editors to co you know, to converse with back and forth and organize with. And on top of it, he's, his level of workaholic is, makes mine look like chump change, you know? So there's those two moving variables. I mean, right now I'm doing a podcast and he's on calls. So I think it's just kind of the rhythm that we're used to at this point, but it's nice not to have, the burden of the book, you know, like on my back anymore. Although, um, this screenplay is, <laughs> um, but this is what we signed up for. Right. I mean, that's what happens when you get a writer. Yep. And you know, I love it. <laughs> but on the personal side of things with you guys living together, I mean, I know you guys both work, very well individually and I'm sure you guys have been able to collaborate in different ways but just personally with you guys both you know living on your own and then moving in together straight in a pandemic where everything is closed you can't go anywhere you're not seeing your friends and family like did that like how was that was that more of a strain or were you just still on the honeymoon wave I I feel like for the majority of it the latter um but I do also, I tell people, like, I think that when you're in a relationship in a pandemic, it's, it's like in dog years. So right. like, you just put in seven years with this person <laughs> in 365 yes. days without even realizing it. Um, but 100%. I also am extremely lucky because a lot of the teams that he works with that I get to end up, that I end up working with as well are just like, they're so talented and supportive and it's just like such a comfortable environment to go in and do your thing. They know what you're capable of and vice versa. And you can kind of, it's a little bit more relaxing when you know, okay, everybody's playing their position, you know? Mm -hmm. And so the product's going to be great. I love that. So far. (laughs) Okay, we have, we have to touch on this because I know it's your new obsession. What? But these hidden secret THC dinners. My God. I need to go, KJ. You have to I want to go. Where is it? What is this? What tell me? Is there okay. one when I'm in LA next? Because sign me up. It's right after 420. Like maybe they'll do one. 
They are, um, okay. So if you want to know like all, every single detail, I describe all of it in this chapter called, um, the trouble with cool. And it's essentially these like secret underground (laughs) Illuminati dinners where everything (laughs) is infused and the food quality is Michelin level. And it's, at some dude's house in Eagle Rock that he flipped into like an outdoor, you know, culinary oasis. Everything fire. is cooked with open fire and they give you 15 courses of heaven with like drink pairings where they're doing all these like fantastical ambiance, that, you know, like smoke, are the, bubbles, are there drinks, papers. Are infused too or just the food? Both. Okay. Yeah, they both are. And you then, then like you kind of pick like, okay, I can tolerate this percentage. You know, I'm kind of a badass, so I go full throttle, but everybody kind of does, you know, whatever their comfort zone is. And it's amazing. I mean, we've gone every month. We're basically addicted to them. It's so snobbish and embarrassing, but you can't pass up on it. You can't not go. Girl, take me with you next time. I'll start prepping now so I can have more um, tolerance. Yeah, just build it up. Build it up. Slow and steady wins the race. Absolutely. (laughs) No, but it's amazing. And what's also, it's kind of like touches on like what I was just talking about. Like when you were saying, when I was saying like everybody's so talented in their own position where every person, the chef, the mixologist, the host, they're all so invested and passionate about what they're doing. You can ask the person who brings you a drink. Wait, what's in this? He'll tell you every ingredient, where it came from, what it, you know, it's just, it's just an experience. It's one that everyone, it's called secret, secret supper. There was a, there was a documentary about something similar to this, Mm -hmm. not infused though. That's a whole Mm -hmm. nother level of cool. Um, but it was similar where a guy basically like got a turned his house into this place. He would, he would prepare, I don't remember how many courses it was, something between 10 and 15. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, court, when something's course that much, a smaller place, obviously right. no one can eat ridiculous amounts of food, but it was like the Michelin star, the culinary, you know, all that stuff. Yes. Secret and it's, show up. it's been a dream of mine. Every time I was on the plane, every time I watched the documentary, just dreaming of one day going to something like that. Like it's always been a goal. Maybe. No, I told, well, my boyfriend took me there the first time and I told him, I was like, if I was dating you and somebody else like a year, like years ago, and they took me here instead of you, I would have chose that. Like, it's just the kind (laughs) of place that like speaks like that this person has taste and texture and opulence and just, but it's still cool. It's not just trendy. It's like. I don't know. It's so just he, so he's the one who found this secret supper. He has, you know, he has a friend. He he's fancier than I am. Got it. Okay, so he put you on. He did. All right. One, one of the many things he's put me on. <laughs> <laughs> but it's worth it. Maybe um, next time you're in town, that'll be all our girls' dinner, and we could just buy out four seats or something. Oh, that would be so fun! I'm there. Yeah. I'm there yeah. April 25th to the 29th. I don't have any dates reserved yet. So if they have anything open during that time, let's lock it in. Okay. Yeah. No, I'll talk to the head chef. We're all friends. No, please do. Send him a text. Be like, text him up. No, I will. Let's, that would be fun. We'll tell him. We'll, so we'll, we'll make it, we'll make a thing of it. We'll tell him. 
Yeah. I would so love- is there like time for you to like chill after <laughs> you finish the 15 courses? Like if you're feeling some type of way or are they like, all right, thank you guys for coming and you go home and you may, may or may not be tripping. I mean, they encourage that you take a car service for obvious reasons, as right. you do at your events. Safety first. Yes. Um, I, last time we were there, we were there with a friend who, when it was all said and done, you know, they, ha- and it's, yeah, there's, they tell you like, smoke your meal off, take a load off. There's, there's couches, love seats around um, okay. like fire pits. It's dope. Uh, our friend sits down. And we're like, all right, you ready to go? And he's like, you guys don't want to stay. And we're like, no, this is someone's home. Like we're leaving now. Like, he's like, it's just so welcoming. You just want to stay here. <laughs> it's great. He's like sprawled out on the couch. Yeah, he's like, you guys are leaving. We're like, no, we all came together. Like he has his shoes on. You're leaving too. His shoes are off. But it's, it's that kind of environment where it does. It makes you want to stay. I love that. I love it. It's one of the, I think there's, you know, there's so few things in Los Angeles that don't get ripped apart and ran through, you know? And so Girl, literally and so, figuratively places, <laughs> the people. Okay. Yes. Um, but this is just like, you know, it's still like an organic, authentically cool place. It's like before Shaba, everyone found out about Shaba, you know, when you're like, yes. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I mean, everyone takes it. Yeah. Now now it's the award show, darling. You're like, what? I miss Shaba though. I miss so many things. I don't miss that I was never allowed to go because I was always working. Oh. I would literally, I would be on the dance floor battling my ass off. Like, but you would dance. dance. Yeah, it's so weird, right? Like dancing, I was in a fucking music video, and but like everybody is the main girl in a Sean Paul music video at Shaba. Hundred percent, everyone is the main girl, and everyone is just living, living. I love that. It's true. You're I, dancing I for your sweaty, huh? I always wanted to go. I was always so sad I couldn't go. It was very. It was just super organic LA. You know, you're dancing till you're sweaty. It's a reunion every time. You're running into everyone mm-hmm. you know and love. And now it's like, I don't know. I guess nothing's happening right now because we're still on the back end of this bullshit. Can I cuss? Yeah. No. I mean, things are opening or slowly opening back up. I mean, how do you guys feel about that? I mean, I know it's different for you, Sarah, but in LA, I still feel, I'm, I feel weird about it. Yeah. I'm like, no, I don't want to go back to indoor dining. I don't want a lot of people around me. Well, our indoor dining has been limited. Well, when it opened back up recently, um, it's limited to 25%. So it doesn't really feel, and I think you guys are limited too. Um, It doesn't feel that bad, but we also, you know, you've, we have, you know, negative 10 degrees. It's cold here. So they came up with this idea of like creating individual igloos and like greenhouses that you'd sit in. So it was kind of a fun thing a few times until you're like, this really sucks. Like, I just want to be somewhere where I'm at the bar and I'm like meeting people and chilling and drinking and having fun. And like yeah. that part has been eliminated. Um, and aren't the igloos still cold? Cause they had them in New York oh, and you couldn't have heat in them. Oh, I, and I haven't even seen them. What do they look like? I don't even, I can't. Really cool. 
They're, they fit anywhere from four to eight people, um, which makes no sense because the rule was for six, but we broke that anyways. <laughs> Nothing really made sense in Michigan, honestly, none of it. But um, so the, there was like a hole in the bottom where they'd like, it was a, like an air return thing. And then there would be a heater that would like keep it warm. It was very strange how they formulated it. And then there would have to be 20 minutes between people because apparently COVID goes away in 20 minutes. Um, just like COVID comes out at 10 o'clock because our curfew is 10 o'clock. Um, so all those rules. Uh, but when it becomes summer again, we'll be great because we have patios. You guys at least have been able to do patios. We've, yeah, we've had patio. I mean, yeah, it's, I feel like an asshole complaining about it because you're in an actually cold climate. Don't but I was going to say, sometimes it's just, it's too cold. It's just like, I'm not interested in freezing my ass off as I attempt to eat my food. Oh, and then we, your food doesn't stay warm. We were in coats and boots sitting by a fire. Like we just want one more drink, like trying to just be social. Um, Aww, we're all addicted to socialize. I, well, and it's, I think it's one of those crazy things where you don't realize like how much you, you actually like need to be around other people. No. Until your first experience back and you're like, wait, that's what that was. That's what I've missed. Yeah. No, yeah, no, I, was so funny. I, yeah, I hosted an event last night and everyone, like m- literally almost everyone showed up on time right at the dot <laughs> because everyone was like, I like, they were like, yo, I literally was just walking up smiling. Like, Oh my God, I'm outside. And like, I can eat inside and be around people. Like everyone was so hyped just to like go to dinner. It's like, it was so, it was so funny. I was like, um, I think we're going to get a rush, like right at the start time. And everyone was like freaking hype. It was so funny. That's hysterical. Yeah. I mean, we all have withdrawals, right? When yeah. I went to a Grammy event too on the weekend and my dude was like, he's like, you were like a ping pong ball, like here, over there, over here. I'm like, I, these are people that I essentially would run into once a month, ever so often that I haven't seen for a year. And we're all right here now. It's like, Hi, I'm still alive. I made it. Did you? Cool. You. Hey, what's up? Good to see you. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Just to be, yeah. I think it's a lot, you know, it was a lot to take in. I told my mom, I was like, I kind of felt like a four-year-old. It was just like a lot of stimulation. (laughs) No, (laughs) I need a nap now. (laughs) Right. That's why I was with Lila when we went to dinner. I was like, oh my gosh, there's huge, like, there's yeah. people that I know in a place because yeah. here I go somewhere and I don't know anyone. It's very rare that I'm going to run into someone here. That's but crazy. there, I was like, oh my gosh, so-and-so's here. So-and-so's here. It felt like that. It felt like Christmas. Yeah, you were still the most popular girl in the room. I haven't been popular. You were. Forever. And I felt like I never thought that I liked that, but I needed some of that. In my, like some part of my ego was like, I need someone to know me. Like, <laughs> Please. Isn't that so sad? Then you have to like look at yourself in the mirror and be like, what does that mean about me? Right? I, I, I thought about it too. I was like, that's crazy that that made me feel good. Like, what does that mean? Serotonin or something. But I mean, also, it's kind of funny because I feel like it's the, it come, it or it came and does come with our lifestyle. Because I, this may sound a fucking way. But I sometimes feel a way about going to a restaurant 
that I don't know anyone that works there. I'm the same. Like I prefer to go to places where I can text or contact someone, you know, a GM, a host, you know, someone that I'm like, Hey, I'm coming in. And it's like love as soon as I come in instead of like, you know, maybe randomly I'll try like a random watch. Like, Oh, this is cute. I want to go here with my girls or whoever. But other than that, I prefer the, I guess, treatment. It is treatment. Of, you know, you pampered press. This episode of FedWork is brought to you by Charmin. Those who use Charmin really enjoy the go. Charmin has a variety of products to satisfy your to-go needs. Now we are talking about our bathroom experience. That is one thing that we all have in common. All of us, the need to go. So why not enjoy the go with Charmin? Softness matters at home and in the bathroom. And Charmin has a variety of products that makes your to-go experience that much better. There's Charmin Ultra Soft, which has irresistible cushiony softness. Charmin Ultra Strong for superior strength and absorbency. Or try Charmin Fleshable Wipes and get the freshest clean Charmin has. And don't forget, Charmin's long-lasting mega rolls. Charmin aims to give you a better bathroom experience. At Charmin, they believe that won't happen if you finish it all off with the wrong toilet paper, which is why they make a toilet paper that's just right for everybody. So try Charmin and enjoy a better bathroom experience. Does that make me somewhat of a snob? A um, restaurant snob? Yeah, I mean, yeah, of course. But also, I, get, I think it also has to do with working in the service industry and you know, it's not necessarily just, I want this treatment. It's, I know what goes into giving people this treatment and I give people this treatment. So when I go out, I want the same thing in return. Yeah, I don't fair. necessarily have that experience. So I don't ha- like, I'm not married to having to have a plug wherever I go. Right. It's nice. It's easier. Like, it yeah. is kind of like, ugh, we don't know anyone there. Let's just <laughs> I don't want to do that, you know, but that's just probably the LA in me. I think that, you know, your guys' background professionally probably also aids in that. You're not just savvy. You're just of your kind. Thank you for clarifying and breaking me down, girl. No, there's logic behind the snobbery, which I think is fair and standard. Did your books just freaking shake, Sarah? (laughs) So my table is an elevating table. So it, it looks like just like a, like a shell, like it looks like a, like a cedar chest kind of, but then it elevates up to me. And I was just repositioning my knee and I hit. Oh, the, you can do that. Like the lift. Yeah. So I hit it with my knee just now, but my laptop is actually supported with six books to have it be at this level. So everything kind of wobbled. Um, and it turned into like the leaning tower of Pisa for a minute. So that was fun. Okay. She almost went. She almost went crashing down, guys. Almost. Speaking, I of, crashing, speaking of crashing down, how was skydiving? It was. That's exactly what it was. I came crashing down. It will be my last. No, I went with the Mister. Oh, okay. Well, it was Valentine's Day, so Cute. in my cool. mind, I was gonna be like falling through the sky and he was going to run through the field and grab me and swing me around. And then the parachute was going to lift us both just a little. And then he was going to get a little scared and drop down and like kiss and be in love as lovers do. Right. That was what it's like when, what you bought versus what came in the mail, (laughs) what came in the mail was I'm in the sky 
<laughs> my eyes are watering profusely. Snot's coming out of my nose. My <laughs> mouth has cotton mouth because the wind's been blowing in it at a rapid rate for the past 12 minutes. It's so dry. I'm looking down like, where's my boyfriend? Where is he? From the sky. Strapped like as tight as can be to some random white dude from Moore Park who does this all the time. And like, I'm looking for him. He has to drive. I landed seven miles out from where I took off. So he has to drive to where I'm at. By the time I'm on the ground, he's walking up like, what the hell? And I'm landing like, what the hell? <laughs> so that was my skydiving experience. It will be my last hurrah. I gave it the old college try. Like you do something twice if you like it. And it's not a three times a charm type of thing for me. No, you know? that's good. I'm happy to have you on the ground. Yeah, I was I was happy to be on the ground when I got there. They tried to do some like promotional video where they were like, how do you feel? I'm like, you know what? I'm just happy to be on the ground. I don't, this is. You don't want to use this for that. I can't believe I thought if, and then the quality of the airplane that they take you out in. I forgot to mention the fact that the first time I went, the facility was at an unauthorized airport, but it was essentially an airport. So it feels very safe and like, you know, they have all the equipment they need and just, it feels official. Right. This facility since COVID moved into a bungalow near the airport (laughs) and they shuttled me to the location and somebody's used Prius. Like I was just like, I don't know. I don't know about this this time. (laughs) A bungalow. What is this? My elective class in junior high? Like jumping out of a plane here. Right. I won't be back now, but I'm glad I did it. In my Were you scared? Like, yeah. Shit right before you jumped off? I mean, I don't, I'm not scared of heights. I like, I think just because I'm a writer in my soul, the thing that I'm give a shit about most is freedom and perspective. So like those things kind of go with skydiving. So for me, it's more so just like run towards the freedom, run towards the new perspective it's stupid and it's like my bullshit philosophical reasoning, but I'm like, you see the earth from the ground every single day. Like just give yourself another perspective. I love you that. Know? Yeah. I know you have no interest, Katrina. You think I'm just as crazy for this as I am for owning a cat. One day your judgment <laughs> is going to get you. And <laughs> so it's so funny storm. Cause I'm, um, I always, or I used to plan like different things for my birthday parties. And one of them was hot air balloon, a hot air balloon ride. Mm -hmm. And she was like, okay, since you keep making us do experiences, I'm going to just surprise you one day and say, we're going to dinner and drive you to go skydiving. And I said, well, then you will waste all of your freaking money because I will knock it out of that car because I have no interest in sky. I'm not afraid of heights. I was just going to say, have you done that slot? Have either of you, I the slide on the side of that building downtown. I've I've wanted to, but I haven't. You couldn't pay me. Yeah, I would. I mean, you're a, I would even talking about it. 
Like I can't. No, I, I'm not afraid of heights. I just don't want to jump out of a plane. You know, then I, I, had do go, I had to go to that building for one of Katrina's events, and in the yeah, elevator, it's right was, there. In the elevator, my oh, hand the building went. where the slide is. Yeah, it was terrifying. Even in the elevator, I can't imagine actually putting the space needle in Seattle. That I loved it. Whew. Even talking about it, like I just I loved it. I laid down on the glass. Oh, hi, but I, I did that for the photo. Not for my I life. I freaking hung out. I sat on the ledge that's tilted out and like I've yeah, never been. Yeah, I don't not like to be stationary. I don't want to jump out of anything. Yeah, I think the scariest part is when I watch the video back, when they open the door and the rush of wind comes, you know, and you're thinking, okay, (laughs) (laughs) so I'm supposed, he's always, he's like, the guy will tell you, put your feet on the ledge. And it's like, the the ledge is outside (laughs) and just the way that my brain computes. So you just see my whole body, like I go dead weight and he has to do everything. He's like trying to get me out. But on top of it, my hair wasn't soaking wet. So there was a lot of body. He couldn't see. I'm like, how are you? He's like, I can't see anything. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, it's just, is, I'm done here. We're done. I love it. I want to see that video. All of a sudden it's, I didn't post it because as you could assume, the background music and graphics for a collection of people that are skydiving instructors weren't necessarily my aesthetic. Correct. And scoring. It was like, you know, like, like bad porn. It was just, it was horribly oh. done. I'm happy to send it to you so you could just make fun of me in your free time. Yes. I want to see it. Yeah. Send it in the group chat. It's, yeah. It's also my 12 ugliest minutes on earth so it's like your face and the wind I was trying to smile which makes you look like fire marshal but it's just bad it's it's not attractive I'm gonna love it I can't be attractive doing it but I think that everyone knows that when the wind is just attacking your face did you guys ever do faster daddy faster as a kid do you know the there's a thing where they pull your face back yeah you're like I'm on I'm on a motorcycle and I'm like, faster, daddy, faster, blah, blah, blah. And then you're like, too fast, it's too fast. Like that's the face of wind. <laughs> but that face is even cuter because you have like, my cheeks were in waves. Like, oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> Rolling. It was hideous, horrible. Um, well, and I'm trying to look attractive through it. It was just desperate. We won't, we won't judge you. I just want to see it. I think it's great. Yeah. All yeah, right. No, I'll Question for you. Are Please. you ready to pull a quickie? Oh, I don't know. Is that a segment? What, what is it? <laughs> yes. So we have 10 to 12 questions. We're going to ask you rapid fire. Um, there's no time to explain your answer. You just have to say something and then we go to the next. Oh, is it like a one word thingy? No, it can be more than it's one. First thing that comes to mind. First thing that comes to mind. But some of them are like this or that, this or that. So it's not too hard. Okay. I feel like a court is going to use this against me one day. Okay. <laughs> if they do, any court who's trying to use this audio, this is not permissible in court. We've, Thank this you. is our, this is. It sounds believable Thank because you. you said permissible. It's okay. a, right. This is right. our official disclaimer. This is unofficially 
true stuff. Are you all right, Sarah? You, you, you I'm trying to get resituated resituate because all of a sudden my right leg went to sleep. Mm-hmm. You have to stomp okay, it. Girl. Okay, I'm comfortable now. <laughs> okay, well, here we go. We're pulling a quickie with Brent. All right, here we yeah. go. <clears throat> writing for yourself or writing for a company? Myself. New York or Los Angeles? Los Angeles. Skydiving again or working out? Working out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, If you only had one call left that you could make, would it be to Joey or to Asia? In life. Yep. In life. Asia. Dinner infused with THC or smoking then eating dinner? Smoking and then eating dinner. Night in with your man or girls night out? Night in with my man. Favorite position? I like me on top. Is it called something? Probably multiple different things depending on your ankle. Um, Craziest DM you've ever received? Like, I've, like, dick pics, I guess. Like, unsolicited dick pics. That's, is that crazy? That's crazy. Although I did once receive a DM that Joey sent me of a mutual friend that we had in high school's bloody vagina as her, a baby was <laughs> crowning in it. Oh, my gosh. She posted it in, like, a female empowerment way, I guess, suppose. Okay. So that might be the craziest DM I've ever received. I think that I've never seen wow. that before. I've never seen my own look like that, let alone somebody else's. So wow, I'm still recovering from that. That was about eight months ago. Okay, so the baby is eight months old. Um, all right, I love. Oh, finish the sentence. Yes. Sorry. Dot dot dot. Yeah. Dahlia. My niece. I believe in. Myself. I'm grateful for. That was a mantra. What was it? I'm grateful for. I'm grateful for God. To fed work or not to fed work? Always to fed work. Good answer. (laughs) Yes, girl. Be ignorant on your own time. I you love said, it. Well, this was so it. fun. It was so when much fun. Thank you for pulling a quickie with us. You can come back whenever. Was it as good for you as it was for me, you guys? Better. It was. It was so good. <laughs> oh, you got your voicemail voice out, KJ. Uh-oh. Girl, I turned the voice up a little bit in general because I lost my voice from last night. I was committing to the yeah, Sarah says, uh, swears I have a sex operator voice, but whatever. Yeah, like, have you heard her voicemail? That's the voicemail. It's okay. not her voice yeah. normally, it's just her yeah. voicemail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. It's awkward because it's just like, I don't know. Yeah, do I sometimes want to tell you, Trina, I'm in a relationship, don't seduce me. <laughs> like, I'm, don't, like, but, you know, to each their own. Hey, I if do you can't I can. help it, and you want to seduce us all. 
<laughs> then that's why she didn't send voice now. Do not get out of her plan so you can wait hear. Till they, wait till they hear this. Ignore. <laughs> Right. That's why my phone is on Do Not Disturb so y'all can hear that voice. Well, we're all on board. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad. Well, thanks for joining us, B. So we much. love you. I love you guys and fun work. Thank you guys for listening and we'll see you guys next week. Yes, bye. Love you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of FedWork. We hope that you enjoyed it. Please make sure to like, comment, and subscribe on all platforms. For any inquiries or sponsorship requests, please visit wearefedwork.com.